Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello again, I'm Susanna Constantine, and this is my wardrobe malfunction and part two of my chat with the brilliant Baroness Saida Varsi. So let's grab the handles, open my wardrobe doors, and find out what's inside. So, um, Saida, have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction where something you've been wearing has let you down? So it's not about style with you, it's about something you've worn something and it's let you down. Yeah, loads. Um, so, <laughs> so probably a couple of memorable ones. Um, I was about to uh, take part in a House of Lords debate. I was rushing and I really needed to go to the washroom. So I went to the washroom and rushed back out again. And I left my dress tucked into the back of my tights and walked into the House of Lords. <laughs> and a colleague had to say, I think it's dressing perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how long was it stuck in your knickers for? I think it must have been about from the walk to the from the washrooms to sitting down, probably about two minutes. <laughs> two minutes oh, is long. God, you know, That's... To inflict that on people. Um, there was another. I mean, another moment when I was actually in Turkey um, mm-hmm. at a really important foreign ministers meeting, and halfway through the dinner, uh, <laughs> this really important dinner. My zip went on the back of my dress <laughs> and I had a jacket on, but the zip went to lower than my jacket. And so I literally had to say to, you know, somebody sat next to me, look, really, I really need to, when we leave, um, I'm okay. So I kept my back up against the chair where you couldn't see. And I said, but when we leave, can we just leave really quickly? And can you walk behind me? <laughs> Oh my god. So did you sit when something like that happens, how do you react? Do you find it I funny? Pretend nothing's happened. Yeah. <laughs> but inside, are you dying or are you just think do you just think it's kind of like Oh inside, I don't think about it at the time. It's it's usually late at night. I don't know how you think, but I always I shut down the day at the end of the night and uh, you know, it's almost like I would say it's almost like you've got all these windows open on your on your on your laptop and then you shut down each one and that particular window took a long time to shut down (laughs) oh my god I can't believe that that is okay I would like to have been there to witness that and why is it always at the kind of the most formal events that these things happen I I don't know I mean the house of laws one was particularly bad because at least with a with a ministerial one you kind of thought well I'll I'll kind of walk away hopefully nobody will have noticed but if they do I'm probably going to see them in about a year's time (laughs) but with the house of laws one you see these people every single day and I thought it's going to go around the house now and people said did you see her with the dress tucked in her knickers (laughs) (laughs) oh god you were the youngest person elected to the house of lords by a long way um, what was it like going there for the first time? I mean, was it intimidating? 
I think because I started off on the front bench, so I went to the House of Lords and then straight into a ministerial role, I really had a bit of a baptism of fire. And because I was so busy with work, uh, I really didn't get a chance to kind of understand the House of Lords. I mean, there was definitely a bit of chuntering. Um, and I think there was, there, I could definitely, when I occasionally stood up, I could hear my own side chuntering. Because, uh, you know, it was, I suppose there was a sense of who is this upstart? She's 36. You know, she's a working class girl from Yorkshire and she, you know, happens also to be brown and Muslim. <laughs> she's there on the front bench doing this huge job. So I think there was a little bit of chuntering. Uh, but I think in terms of uh, getting used to, there's lots of unwritten rules in the House of Lords. And, you know, you can make mistakes very easily because you don't know. And why would you know? I mean, why, you know, why would a girl born and raised in Dewsbury in West Yorkshire know about all these rules in the House of Lords? It's not the kind of place that I frequented. Um, and I know that a couple of times I had. So I have a I carry a rucksack, which most people in their 30s do in London. And um, I was told that I couldn't obviously take that in with me to the House of Lords, uh, but I could take a handbag in with me. Um, I kind of thought I don't carry a handbag and uh, and so I had to buy myself uh, well actually my husband bought me this really interesting rucksack which which looks like a tote bag so you can tuck the bags into it and so you can make it you can walk and say this is my handbag but actually you can pull it out when you can stick it on your back (laughs) so there are all these little kind of things and I remember walking into the tea rooms once in a pair of jeans because I was just working from my office and uh, one of the doorkeepers said, look, you know, my lady, this is not appropriate attire. We'll let it go this time. <laughs> so I was told off because you're not supposed to go into the tea rooms in your jeans and things. So I sat, I sat there with the napkin over my legs, making sure nobody else would see it. So I think there are, you know, clothes that you can and cannot wear. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I suppose it was part of learning about these unwritten rules. Is there anything that you would consider to be your comfort blanket? So, um, I think that the thing that I go to over and over again are um, a pair of jeans. Um, they're, they're called Varick jeans from Ralph Lauren. And they're just amazing. Comfortable, stretching always. And that with a polo top, you know, collars, full sleeved. It's one of those things that's kind of smartish looking but completely informal uh really comfortable nice kind of fit the bumps and mumps are kind of hidden quite well and I, I think if I was given a choice I'd just wear that every single day okay and do you are you kind of do you exercise are you conscious about your physical self yeah more so now so um I hit menopause a few years ago and that's young was a really sh- yeah 47 and so it was a real short, sharp shock. Um, and I think I realized then just, and I was just, I was getting physically quite old. So, you know, my husband was commenting on the fact that I was grunting going up the stairs with a washing basket. In, in <laughs> it's only a washing basket. And I was beginning to become really dependent. So I'd bring, I'd do the shopping and I'd come home and I'd say, oh, can you empty the shopping out? Uh, but I realized I wasn't just doing it because I was being a little bit lazy. I was doing it because I found it hard. Um, so I took up weight training and I lost two stones actually about a year ago. Um, and I put a little bit of it back on again, but I'm back at exercising. Um, so I, yeah, I think probably for the last two years now, I've been much more focused 
on, but not because of the way it makes me look, but because of the fact that I feel felt unwell. I was, um, you know, menopausal, pre-diabetic, uh, pre um, high blood pressure. So all the health indicators were starting to say, oh my God, I'm shutting down, this body's not working. Um, and I think, and I hope it isn't arrogance when I say this though, but what used to happen was I'd get ready and I'd look in the mirror and I'd say, oh yeah, I look all right. <laughs> it never really occurred to me that I didn't. Mm. I'd never look at what I looked like from behind. I never really looked about the fact that I had back fat and rolls and ripples going on. I'd look at my face, my hair's been blow dried. And I think, yeah, it looks all right. I can do this. And I think because um, I'd always been quite lucky that my face always photographed fairly well. Um, and it photographed far better, I think, sometimes than I look like in real life. So because of that, I've got my mum's really high cheekbones. And because of that, whenever I saw photographs of myself, I didn't really look at the kind of neck down. I just thought, mm. oh, yeah, that looks all right. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, you're blessed. And I think it's it's like, it's funny how as women, we we rely, I think we, we love and loathe certain parts of our body. And, and we rely on what we love. And I always think, so, you know, like with Trini and I, she, she's got a huge arse, she won't mind me saying that, and she's got cankles. But from, from the waist up, she is perfect and so elegant. And I always envied her for that because me, from the waist down, that's the best part of me. But what, how <laughs> the hell am I going to show that? You know, I'm sitting at a, at a kitchen table or a dinner table. I can't kind of slap my legs Get on the legs out. table. <laughs> so I've always envied people like you who, and I can see your skin, you have that wonderful thick skin that photographs amazingly well. And, um, yeah, you're very lucky. You're very lucky. Thank you. And so I think, yeah, I think I was a little bit kind of blind to the fact that I really didn't have a great body. Or, you know, and still, but I think now I'm more aware of it uh, because I think having lost the weight and, and, and having looked at what I looked like when I'd lost my most amount of weight, I just kind of think, well, that really felt better. And I felt more comfortable in my clothes. I just yeah. felt that I could sit more kind of open. I couldn't, I didn't have to feel as kind of aware and conscious of my, of myself in the same way. But I think that, I don't know how the, you know, as I get older, I really, I mean, of course I care about how I look, but I think, you know, like you, it's so much more about how I feel. You know, it's yeah. about waking up with the aches and pains. So I will maintain, I mean, if I, I, if I put as, paid as much attention to my outward appearance now as I did my inward, the way I felt inside and what I put in my mouth, I mean, I would look 16 years old. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> but um, I don't but think I just, you look much over that now. <laughs> no, shut up. I wish. <laughs> This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's funny how this kind of acceptance um, of we're aging, there's nothing we can do about it, but what we... You know, this, we can't change that, but what we can change is, you know, how we look after ourselves internally and physically, yeah. you know, in terms of exercise and, and that's liberating. Yeah. And also for me, the biggest fear is dependency. That sense of if I want to do this, I can just do, why am I going to have to rely upon other people? I mean, the, the fear that I may get to a point where, dragging things around the house or going and picking things up or moving things around, I'm going to have to depend upon somebody to come in and do that. Um, I think that really scares me. And I think that's what prompted me to thinking um, I really need to, I need to get a grip. And I think the other thing is my, you know, my, uh, you know, one of the things my husband says a lot is that we, you know, these are the best years of our life. We got together, obviously, in our thirties, and he said, "Look, these are the best years of our life. You know, we've done the hard stuff. You know, we've, the kids are grown up. You know, the, we're, hell, you know, more financially stable than we've ever been. You know, we are so sure of who we are. So why should our bodies let us down?" And he's kind of super fit. He plays squash. He runs. He, you know, does weight training. He does everything. Um, and so he constantly says, "Look, you know, I, I, will, I we, we should be living out our best life." And if one of us isn't healthy because we've self-induced it, I mean, you know, Ill, illness can hit anybody, but if we've self-induced it because we've just indulged and not exercised, well, then, you know, we are giving up the best years of our life and we shouldn't be doing that. What a great thing to hear. That's what an amazing, you know, he's so right. What a wise man. That's amazing. Okay, so my darling, I'm going to ask you one final question. Um, I could talk to you forever. But um, what is um, your birthday suit? So when I say birthday suit, I don't mean um, without clothes. I mean something that <laughs> makes you feel great, something that you turn to for special occasions or to make give you that sense of empowerment. What would it be? I think it would have to be the Gerara. I think I'd come back to that. That would be the kind of, you know, I, I, th I think if I had to be, if I had to be photographed in the way that I'd like to be remembered weirdly, it would be as this much older woman in a really traditional Gerara, probably up against some iconic kind of um, old, uh, you know, kind of Mughal, uh, um, backdrop and you know traditional Asian jewelry everything that I probably don't wear traditional Asian jewelry but the kind of you know I, just that you know you see these figures in history these big matriarchs whose son might have been king but she was really the power behind the yeah. throne and she ran the whole thing and I think just that sense of being able to be that that kind of iconic 
because I think th there's so much nonsense out there about Asian women, about Pakistani women, about Muslim women. And anybody who knows Asian, Pakistani, Muslim women knows they are incredibly strong. And the matriarch figure is always, this, I mean, nobody remembers the older father figures in the house. You go into any Pakistani home, the father figure will be in the corner reading a newspaper. The mother will be running everything and everybody. And and I think that it, that 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 kind of um, uh, what I know is a true example, you know, whether it was my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, my paternal grandmother, these big female figures were so important in the way decisions were made. And I think that it would be great to be able to show that, that actually on one level, you're looking at it and you think it's somebody in very traditional outfit, in kind of silks and in jewellery, and therefore she must be a very kind of, you know, she's almost like a, I don't know, she's almost like a, uh, a clothes horse isn't she but actually she's not because behind all of that she is the one who runs everything mm. it's, yeah exactly and there yeah the, that Pakistani woman the ones that I came across exactly that the husband would sort of be sit and they physically they'd be more diminutive as well yeah. the Pakistani yeah. men to these amazing women and yeah yeah it's really fantastic well listen Saida you have been just a joy and so interesting and I I really yeah I would love to I really would love to come and visit um, your foundation out there alright my darling well listen um, Baroness Saida Vasi you are tremendous and I look forward to travelling to Pakistan with you thank you so much take lovely care lovely meeting you stay in touch take care you. Oh, thanks, Aida. You are one in a million, and I'm definitely going to join her in Pakistan. I just love that country. We'll keep you posted on how we get on. Right, before we go, we've just got time for another track from our house band duo's brand new Gig in Your Garden album. This is their most popular track.
fantastic. Find Gig in Your Garden by going to duoguitarmusic.com or at duoguitarmusic on duo socials. And you can find us on our website, mywardmal.com. Follow us at mywardmal on our socials. And please give us a five-star rating and review us on your chosen podcast platform. That's it. Thanks so much again to the wonderful Saida, to Duo, and of course, thanks to you for listening. Catch up soon. Until then, my wardrobe is officially closed. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.